This is the NFL Draft Bible Spotlight Show. Connecting players with football industry professionals since 2002. It's what we do. Welcome, everyone, to this podcast edition. This is Ryan Roberts for NFL Draft Bible. I have the opportunity here to talk to some of the absolute best prospects uh, in college football and specifically here for the 2020 NFL Draft process. I'm talking to James Morgan, who is a former Bowling Green quarterback, transferred over to Florida International for the last two years and uh, did some dynamite stuff on the field. Over 5,300 yards passing, 40 touchdowns. Uh, Team was very successful, made two bowl games. And uh, I I am pleasure to be talking to James because, you know, all fair, I kind of was just talking a little bit about my my introduction to him, and I've kind of kept tabs on his career for a while now. So I'm super excited to have him on. James, uh, just invite you to say hi to the folks. And again, man, really appreciate you coming on tonight. For sure, appreciate you having me. Excited to be here. Most definitely, and it, it, it's. It's really exciting for me because the best part of this job, the best part of you know this NFL Draft Bible interview, everything that we're doing, is I think it's it's really fun to be able to talk to people and to understand where they come from. Because I feel like too much it's about the bottom line when you're drafted, uh, where you're drafted at, draft slot. But I want the, to find the in-depth look into a player, and that's why I have Mr. James Morgan on because we're going to talk about how he's gotten to where he is, who, who, who are some people that have helped him get here, and all the great things in between. James, originally out of Green Bay, Wisconsin, that's where you went to high yes, school. I'm, I'm not going to try to pronounce <laughs> that high school name. Yes. Say it one more time for me. We'll get it right. <laughs> Ashwabanon. Ashwabanon. I got it. Okay. So from Ashwabanon High School to Bowling Green University, now to Florida International, where you finished up your college career. Just take me a little in-depth into how you ended up at Florida International and just the stops along the way. Sure. Coming out of high school, I was um, really enjoyed the offense at Bowling Green with Dino Babers, uh, Coach Sean Lewis as well. So both of those guys are at different schools now. Dino Babers at Syracuse, Sean Lewis is at Kent State. But the phenomenal offense, really was excited by the program, committed there my junior year. Mm-hmm. Following that, I was there for a year. We uh, uh, won the MAC that year. I actually redshirted, was uh, under Matt Johnson, who mm-hmm. had a phenomenal year that year. Threw for like over 5,000 yards, had something like 50 touchdowns. Him and Roger Lewis were lighting it up. That was great for me to develop, uh, you know, both physically and just mentally to be able to watch Matt and how the coaches and all that stuff worked. Uh, ended up, uh, so they did so well. They went to Syracuse and, again, on to, on to Kent State and all that stuff. But for me, uh, you know, it just kind of wasn't a great fit with uh, the other coaches who came in. You know, nothing against them, wish them the best. But I felt to grow as a player, I needed to change the scenery, go somewhere else that better suited my skills. Ended up going to FIU. Absolutely loved the family atmosphere that was there. The coaches had a lot of experience, were great guys, talking about Butch Davis being able to learn under him. Phenomenal opportunity for me. Our offense coordinator, Rich Strauss, had been in the business forever. And I really like the system of offense, too. So, FIU ended up being a great fit, and I'm extremely blessed to be able to have been there the last two years. And, and it's great that you mentioned you know, Butch. I definitely want to ask about Butch Davis. Obviously, he's a coaching legend. But you, you mentioned a couple other guys there who, you know, Coach Lewis, Coach Babers, who's done an incredible job up at Syracuse. But being around yeah. such great coaching, I mean, I mean, I, especially my mind just went to Coach Dino Babers because obviously what he yeah. knows what, from an offensive perspective, he is a, 
you know, he's among the elite in college football. Just how have these different coaches you've been able to been around helped you evolve as it may, maybe more cerebral than anything? Yeah, definitely. You get different perspectives, and just what a great opportunity for me to be able to have those different guys to learn from. You know, you have a system like Baylor's, which is a lot different than the pro style I ended up getting at FIU, and they look at the field differently. They like to exploit different things, whether it's a you know a vertical threat on the outside and throwing the ball up at a fast tempo, or the more of the quarterback-controlled offense at FIU. It's different ways to exploit the fields, and in that process, as a player, you really develop because I look at different things and kind of mix together the, the different types of ways that they looked at the field, and it's great for me. Uh, and so, you know, I've been extremely blessed. You know, Dino Babers, fantastic, going to Butch Davis. It's been a great uh, career for me in terms of who I've been under, and I'm so thankful for those opportunities. And I wanted to ask about uh, Coach Davis specifically, obviously, because the the evolution, the turnaround that he's had at Florida International, because I'm sure, you know, when he first took the job, people were probably looking and saying, you know, why are you going to Florida International? But, I mean, he's quickly asserted – the atmosphere, the philosophy, you know, the excitement around the program. Can, can you just tell me a little bit about what his presence has just done for that that university, for the atmosphere, for the fan base, just in, in general, in, as a whole scope kind of thing for the university? Coach Davis has been phenomenal for FIU. You look at where the program was at before he came over and then all of the success that he's had in the three years he's been there, and it's almost an instantaneous turnaround. Tremendous leader, tremendous coach, best coach I've been around, and can't say enough about how much he has energized the university. Everybody loves him at FIU. Everybody is down there, knows Bush, loves him phenomenally, and he has done so much. I'm very thankful that I was able to be under him for the last two years. And it was an exciting two years, I'm sure, for you, obviously. You know, the success the team was able to have. I mentioned two bowl games. You, you went 9-4 and four, uh, in 2018, had a really incredible year. This year you went back to a bowl game. You had that big win over Miami that I want to ask you a little bit about. But just what, how excited are you, you know, for the team to – to just have that success, because I know they had a you know a pretty solid year you know the year before you took over, but just the the turnaround, seeing you know because you it's different from a teammate perspective going to you know going to war, going to practice every day, the the camaraderie between you and the guys. How, how much has it been just from a from a perspective of seeing the team grow as you're obviously the the focal point of the offense and of the team as a leader. It's awesome, you know when you talk about culture that's being developed and that's something that coach davis has really brought and developed as uh, his tenure goes on there is you can start to see how the program is developing a recipe for continued success you know an expectation to win uh, a confidence and and you know a, like as him as an inspirational force that we can be in any single game that we're in and we can win in every single game we're in so i'm extremely excited to see where the program goes in the future i think kind of the foundation is being laid for fiu to become more nationally prominent going forward. And I think Coach Davis spearheading that movement. And uh, the guys over there have some phenomenal teammates, a lot of talent. Um, and I'm excited to see where they go from here. And I know, you know, we, we talk about some of the best moments. I'm sure Miami probably this year is one of them. But just during your time at Florida International, share with me some of your favorite moments and stuff that's kind of sticking with you now that you kind of take a step back and look at the whole uh, scope of your entire career. Yeah, there's definitely 
Honestly, a few things. I think you mentioned it. Miami last year, just uh, what that that win went, what that win meant for the university and for everybody involved with that. For our team, who necessarily hadn't been the best season that we had wanted last year, and then to be able to get that, I think that kind of showed the confidence that we had in ourselves the entire year. And then it finally came to fruition on that night. So that was excellent. That was awesome. I'd have to say another uh, good moment of mine is just uh, the relationships that I built with everybody coming down there. They really welcomed me in coming from up north, Ohio. You know, I was this kid coming in and an outsider. They really welcomed me in, and I think as I earned their respect and ended up becoming a leader and a captain on that team, just those relationships are something that I'm going to cherish forever. I have to say one more cool moment that I had was against uh, UTSA last year. I threw a touchdown that ended up being the single-season touchdown record to one of my best friends on there, hard time, Reese Alexander, and that was a special moment for me and him. But uh, just the relationships that I've, I've developed, I think, is probably the thing that's going to stick with me the most, as well as memories. And you've got, I'm sure you've gotten a little spoiled over the last couple of years. You know, you, you mentioned, you know, going from Ohio down to Florida, and the, the weather, obviously, in Florida is a little nicer than Ohio. Um, <laughs> How, just how much are you going to miss that Florida weather if you know it's a school if the team drafts you or signs you you know in a in another bad weather place like Ohio? Well, I've certainly been fortunate to be down here for the last two years, and uh, one of the things that I think um, I'm going to excel at in the NFL is the fact that I can play in any type of weather game. I came from Wisconsin. You have snow. You have horrible weather, freezing rain, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You go to Ohio. It's not much better. Uh, and then you come down to Florida and Miami and you have the, you know, the high heat, the humidity, and just being able to play in all those different environments is definitely an asset that I'm looking forward to bringing to an NFL team. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to ask you about the East-West Shrine Bowl, obviously a, a big yeah. opportunity for you. It's absolutely a blessing that you are to the caliber you are to get that invite. And January 18th, it looks like the game is set for just how excited for you for that experience, for that opportunity. You get to test your talents against some of the best players in the country. Extremely excited. And you said it. It's a deal where, you know, coming out of a group of five school, the knock may be the competition. And now you go to a game like this and you're able to showcase for myself that I have the arm strength, the accuracy, the anticipation to be able to play with anybody and be able to play at the next level. And it's certainly something that I believe and I'm excited to showcase it coming up next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also just the aspect of competing, going down there and competing against your peers on a high level. As a competitor, I really love that and I can't wait to get it going. And James, for you, how is – I'm sure it's going to stay you know, relatively consistent as far as training-wise this offseason. How have you yeah. been preparing, and how are you going to prepare differently after that game's over? So I just got down to Tampa this past week and started training at ASPI with Yale Murphy, an excellent program. I've only been doing it for a couple of days so far, but can already tell that there is some real high-caliber stuff that we're doing, and I'm thinking it's really going to help my development. The game-wise, I'm going to take away as much as I can from that experience and help it to use forward with events. But the biggest thing, again, like that is just looking forward to competing there and just really getting after it against some of those uh, players that have a high competition and high performance and ability. And I, I love asking this question because it really gives you kind of just the scope into uh, what, what a player thinks about their game, what they value in, a, in their particular position. Uh, who are some players, could be past, present, growing up, that you've modeled your game after that you really just love to watch? Uh, okay, starting off with when I was a young kid, I absolutely loved Brett Favre. So I think his ability to, his arm strength and make plays and, just made the craziest of throws was awesome and inspirational for me as a kid. Now, necessarily, Brett Favre isn't the best technical guy 
fan of Watts. I think uh, somebody I studied a lot last year was just Tom Brady, talking about how consistent he is. His platform is very consistent. Uh, he's similar to me in the fact that he likes to sit in the pocket. Obviously not the mo- most mobile guy, but still is able to move around and make some throws. Just kind of watching him and studying how his footwork works, how his technique works, and then how he breaks down the defense based on the Patriots system was something that really helped me last year try to emulate. Awesome, man. I, I should have known you were going to pick a Green Bay uh, player, man. I, I, I was going to think it was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, I, I know. And, I mean, obviously they have a great one now in Aaron Rodgers. I would just, you know, and Brett Favre was, was probably my favorite quarterback growing up too, man. Just the, you know, all or nothing attitude, all that good stuff, man. It's it's wonderful things. Um, what, what part of your game, though, James, we're talking about you specifically now, would you say yeah. is your biggest strengths and is something that you can give to an NFL team and that they can build off of? Sure. Well, talking just straight up off of uh, ability alone, I think my arm strength is a huge talent. I think I can make a lot of throws that some guys can't. I think I can fit in tight windows. When I see somebody opening, I'm able to drive it on them right away, and that doesn't allow the defense to react and cover up a guy, and then I can drive it downfield too. I think the other thing is that I'm really looking forward to showcasing that I can do is just my accuracy and my anticipation. You know, being able to anticipate a window, whether it's a, a dig across the middle, a curl opening up, and just finding the window between those zones and being able to throw it on somebody before they break and have it hit them accurately away from the defender. I think I can do that very well. I'm looking forward to being able to showcase that at the Shrine Bowl and then uh, displaying that for teams at the next level. And you mentioned the training aspects of everything. On, yeah. the, on the complete other side of it, what are some things that you're improving most? You, you mentioned kind of c- keeping consistent platform and doing all those kind of things, staying in structure. But what are some things specifically, it could be footwork, it could be from a mental yeah. side of things that you're really trying to build off of? I think you mentioned it. That's probably the biggest one that I'm working on is just that mobility aspect of it. Because people see me, and this has kind of been the thing about me my entire life, is I'm a pocket passer. So I want my pocket mechanics getting away from defenders to be great. So that's something that I've always worked on, and that's something that as the pre-draft process is going on, I'm really trying to work on. And we're doing a great job of that at ASPI in terms of talking about like hip mobility and being able to stay on a balanced platform as you move. I think it's really going to help me, uh, and it's going to correlate with getting away from defenders in the back of the pocket too. Most definitely. And, and I, I want to kind of take, take it off the rails for a second just to talk about a little, you know, out, out of – because I'm assuming, you know, but with your Brett Favre answer that you are a Green Bay Packers fan – and uh, we, we, we are in the middle of a playoff run here. The Packers obviously, you know, got the first round by. They're ready to go. Do you think they have it this, this year? Is this the chance for them to win another, uh, another NFL championship to the record? <laughs> I think they have a fantastic squad. And it's interesting because I have. I've been growing up my entire life. I've been a Packers fan. Absolutely love green and gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of now the kind of transition from that fan element to kind of a pure element you know, if I'm drafted by the Packers, that would be a dream come true for me since I was a little kid. But sure. any team that I go on, I'm really excited to go out and win some games. So it's kind of an interesting out of the difference in mentality, but I certainly think they have a great team, a great chance to do it. Anytime you have uh, Rodgers back there, I mean, mm-hmm. you got one heck of a team, and I think they're going to do well. Yeah, most definitely. And one thing that I find really interesting, James, is we, we talked a little bit about just the resiliency. Because, I mean, being a transfer quarterback is not an easy thing. Going – down, you know, very far away from home is not an easy thing. And you talked a little bit about the team had some struggles, but in, you know, one of the biggest moments of the year, you guys were able to come out on top. And I think that really speaks a lot to the quarterback position because 
things aren't going to go well and it's how you battle back from them. It's how you, you know, kind of get over the bumps. How, how is those experiences? You know, it, it wasn't a perfect ride for you, but you made the best of it. How, how are those experiences going to shape you continuously and how have they helped you to be that resilient person that you seem to be? Yeah, uh, you kind of hit it right in the head. I have a huge chip on my shoulder from, you know, everything that I've been through in my college career and being knocked down, having to get back up time and time again. I've handled that, and that's something that going forward, it doesn't phase me. You know, if there's failure, I think that that's part of success. And I'm going to do everything I can to improve my game, analyze everything I possibly can to be able to succeed. And I think that's something that I've done as I've gone through. And um, I think my dad really installed in me a real mentally tough attitude to the point where not a lot is going to phase me. And I've been through those experiences before where I've been low and I had to get back up and believe in myself. And I was the only one who was believing in myself at that time. And um, I'm happy in the situation where I'm at, but I got a huge chip on my shoulder and something to prove to teams. Mm -hmm. And and that's a perfect segue. You, you, Talked a little bit about your family. Uh, this is a process where it helps to have as many people in your corner as you possibly can. Um, who who are just some people for you that have helped you along the way and that you owe a lot to and you're going to be leaning on through this process as well? So my dad is definitely one of them. Uh, both my parents are. They've been extremely supportive of me. When I was you know, at my lowest, they were definitely there for me. They were in my corner. and I am so appreciative for everything that they've uh, done for me as I'm going I've stayed in contact with some coaches down the road. Uh, Coach Strassi from FIU has been a great influence on my life, not only the developmental aspect, but just being a coach that uh, has been there for me and who took a chance on me when I came to FIU. Uh, I've also worked with um, you know, coaches in the past before. One of the main guys I uh, know works in Arizona. His name is Chad Carpenter. He's really been helping me a lot. Uh, I've worked with him since like seventh grade, so he's been helping me a lot through it. So I've had a lot of positive influences in my life that I'm very thankful for, for sure. Awesome. And I'll kind of let, I'll kind of um, end the interview here with you, James. Just you kind of talked about, you know, given an opportunity, taking a chance on you, and you obviously did best with that opportunity. Now you're you're a part of a mo- you know months and months long interview here, a job interview for NFL teams, CFL teams, XFL teams, whoever it might be, professional football teams that are interested in bringing James Morgan aboard and letting you be a part of the program and help and you know, making you an essential piece to helping their organization be successful. What does James Morgan specifically bring to the team? What can you provide for them? Well, first of all, you're going to get a guy who absolutely is in love with the game of football. And I work so hard at it because I absolutely love it. I get such a thrill out of being able to pick apart a defense on Sunday because I know that all the preparation that I've put in through the week allows me the confidence to do that. So you're going to get a guy who works his tail off day in and day out who is the first guy in there, the last worker out, a fierce competitor and a great leader of men, and somebody who's really, really excited to go out and work my absolute tail off to be able to do some great things coming up. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's going to conclude this interview. Again, NFL Draft Bible, Ryan Roberts, talking to Florida International quarterback James Morgan. James, again, man, to end it here, I really, again, just want to thank you so much. I'll be rooting for you along the way, and I know you're going to do awesome things. I really appreciate that. Thanks again for having me on, man.